Prepare now to listen to God's word. Let us pray. Strengthen our faith, Lord. We are surrounded by things that are passing away. Help us to cling to those things that will last forever. We ask this through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We're going to focus on the reading from Romans this week. And just before we read it, I want to show you something. Because it's a reading that focuses on baptism, I wanted to show you this special bowl that I have. It's a specially carved baptismal bowl from Papua New Guinea. And here you have, of course, the symbol here, which is the cross, which reminds us what Paul tells us. God unites us with Christ in his uh, uh, his death on the cross and his resurrection. God unites us with this in our baptism. And here you can see uh, there are two fish surrounding the edges of the bowl. And of course the fish was a very early uh, symbol of the Christian, the follower of Christ, symbolised a Christian person. So there you have uh, two fish symbolising following Christ. And this is the bowl where the water would be. So the bowl is like this, the water's in there. And the water would be poured here when you baptise someone. So that's a special baptismal bowl coming from Papua New Guinea. I wanted to show you on the stole that I'm wearing today just some symbols here, maybe on this side. This symbol here, lots of people, some, sometimes they get a bit confused. Whatever is that? Is that a UFO or something? Oh, it's actually Noah's Ark. There you go. In the flooded waters. And uh, Noah and his family were saved in the ark. It reminds us, First Peter tells us, that just like Noah was saved in the ark in the flood, baptism now saves you. So there's a allusion to baptism there. And then we find this symbol here, which is a little indistinct, but it's the start of a sprouting branch. So new life is happening here, which is also allusion to baptism because we are united to Christ in a new life and we start to live a new life and we grow in that new life. So that comes here. You can see uh, more growth there, and maybe either flowers or fruit coming on that branch. So the growing of our Christian life as a baptised Christian. And back here, again, the fish, the symbol of a follower of Christ. And finally, we have here the cross, which we are reminded of by Paul in Romans chapter 6, that God, in our baptism, connects us to the cross and the resurrection of Christ Jesus. So let's hear the reading from Romans today. Coming from Romans chapter 6, beginning at verse 1 to verse 11. Dead to sin, but alive to Christ. What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? 
Or don't you know that all of us who were baptised into Christ Jesus were baptised into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that our body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin, because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. For we know that since Christ died, he died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I want you to think about your birth. What do you remember about your birth? I should say, probably nothing. Well, what do you know about your birth? Whatever you know, you've been told by family members, your mother, maybe uh, someone else. You can't remember your birth. What you know about it, you've been told by someone else. Which all tells us that you didn't really have anything to do with it. It's something that happened to you. And this is all clear in our normal way of speaking about it. We say, I was born. In grammar, this is called the passive voice. It actually hides the active subject. I was born means it's something that happened to me. Or something, not something that I did. If we turn it into the active voice, we will reveal the active subject. And we would have to say something like this. My mother birthed me. And now it's clear that it's my mother who did the work in my birth and not me. comes out clearly like that in the talk pisin language, which uses the active rather than the passive voice. And it says it like this. Mama karam me. My mother birthed me. You never did it. It just happened to you. We're in Romans. Romans chapter 6, verse 1 to 11. And we hear the good news. God acts in your baptism to unite you with Christ in his death and resurrection. Romans 6, verse 1 to 11 is mostly written and translated in the passive voice. So it is proclaiming that something happened to you. Something was done to you and for you. So what happened to you? What do these verses say? Do you not know that all of us who were baptised into Christ Jesus, you were baptised? That's something that happened to you. Is that how you think about it? Or is baptism something you think you did? A ceremony, a rite, a ritual that you performed? Who is the active subject? Who 
baptized you? The pastor? Your family members? Or you? It would be wrong to take the focus off God. Unfortunately, that happens sometimes. But it is God who is the active subject in baptism. And so baptism is overflowing with good news, with what God does for you. And Paul goes on more to say in Romans about this, about what God does in baptizing you into Christ Jesus. God baptizes you into Jesus' death, unites you with Jesus' death, and buries you with Jesus. Your sinful self dies with Jesus on the cross and is buried with Jesus in the grave. And you are united with Jesus in a resurrection like his. And you will also live with Jesus in a life lived to God, dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. And so, baptism, your baptism, when you were baptized, is good news. It's good to focus on what God does for you. Of course, you might have done something, or your parents or godparents, or the pastor. But what makes what happened in your baptism special is not what you did or didn't do, but what God does. He unites you with Jesus. God unites you with the death and resurrection of Jesus. God forgives you your sins and gives you a new life. You might have heard these words from Romans 6 at a funeral. In an order of the funeral service, uh, these words come early on in the funeral service. Words from Romans chapter 6. As we come here in our grief to farewell our loved one, St. Paul comforts us with these words. Don't you know that all of you who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. If we have been united with him like this in his death, we will certainly also be united with him in his resurrection. So when your thoughts are focused on the loss of your loved one, and maybe you're focusing on what that loved one did in his life or her life, in their life, and also for you in your life. When you're focused on that, these words from Romans 6 bring you back to what God does and what God has done for your loved one. So in your grief, there's good news, which brings you right back where you need to be, to where God is, to what God has done, and to Christ, to baptism, to resurrection. And life. These words from Romans 6 are good news. We have been united with him like this in his death. We will certainly also be united with him in his resurrection. So in the face of death, there is life. Good news of what God has done in Jesus. And even though it feels like death has some power, you know for you and for your loved one, 
the certainty of real life through the water and the word of baptism, you are united with Christ into his death and you will certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. The good news of Romans 6 comes with every celebration of the death and resurrection of Jesus. This good news comes to you with every Easter celebration and for that matter with every Sunday celebration. From the darkness and death of Jesus on the cross to the light and life of that early Easter morning and the empty tomb. Romans 6 is good news. We know that Christ, raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has power over him. So we move from a dead body, a buried body, to the miracle of resurrection and life. Good news. Every baptism is a celebration of Easter because it is a uniting of the baptized Christian to that Easter event. God acting in Christ's death and resurrection to save you, forgive you, and give you new life. And that brings us to another time when the verses of Romans 6 are good news. I'm talking about every day of your life. Daily, it seems, sin and death have power in your life. Romans 6 is full of good news for your everyday life. Look not to yourself, but to God. God, in your baptism, connects you to Christ. Look at all the times the words unite and with are used. We were buried with him. For if we have been united with him, in a death like his. We will certainly be united with him in a resurrection like this. Our old self was crucified with him. Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. So you are joined to Christ, with Christ, united to Christ, like a plant grafted to a strong rootstock. So baptism a once-off event, is real and relevant every day because you grow in a new life united with Christ. This is where we look for Paul's answer to his question that he had at the beginning of Romans chapter 6 in verse 1. Should we just keep on sinning? Paul, after pointing you to all that God does for you, Answers in verse 11. Count yourself dead in sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Luther used to say, Every day we are sorry for the wrong things we have done and we ask God to forgive us. The new nature God has given you in baptism should come to life every day. So, when you're in a funeral service, or worshipping on Easter Sunday morning, or on any Sunday morning, or in your everyday life, no matter what you feel, no matter what you see, no matter what you experience, you have the certainty of God's promise in Christ Jesus. You were born, yes, but it was your mother, not you, who birthed you. You were baptized, yes, but it wasn't you, your pastor, or your family, but God who baptized you. 
Romans 6 puts the action in baptism on God, uniting you with the death and resurrection of Jesus. When in Romans you hear the good news, God acts in your baptism to unite you with Christ in his death and resurrection. Amen.